Welcome back for another episode of Slightly Balanced, hosted by Petey and Tia, where we hope to inspire, really, and create a relationship with our listeners. And let's get started with a little dose of happiness. Yay! <laughs> happiness! This episode is sponsored in part by the Barn at Aspen Acres, inviting you to unite, grow, and celebrate together. And by Blue Spruce Coffee Truck, a mobile coffee delivery service available to pour you some love. So, do you want to take the lead on the happiness segment? No, because I can't say the words. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> well, that's great. Um, well, we are talking today about, and my link won't open, so you're probably going to have to edit this. I'm sorry. Um, so, the link today is from goodnewsnetwork.org, which I pull most of my positive happy news from, because let's be real, they're amazing. Um, so, the uh, headline today is, veteran goes from janitor to physicist after teaching himself trigonometry using only YouTube videos. So his story a little bit um, in 2001 when the World Trade Center um, collapsed and all that good horrible stuff happened. Um, he enlisted into um, the army. He got his GED so he could go do three deployments in Iraq. Um, after returning, he was suffering from PTSD um, and just a general lack of purpose altogether. Um, and he began working as a gener- uh, generator. A generator. So you can't speak. I can't either. speak either. <laughs> a janitor. <laughs> a janitor at a local school. Um, and he happened to see a Stephen Hawking book sitting on a library shelf. He flipped through it and he suddenly decided to pursue his childhood dream of being a physicist. Want to say that word to you? Yeah. Physicist. There you go. You got it. Okay. And so with just his 10th grade education in geometry, he managed to persuade the admission staffs at Radford University to let him skip the prerequisites for the physics program, provided he could teach himself trigonometry. Now, here's the kicker. Um, armed with nothing but the internet, he prepared his entrance. He prepared for his entrance exam by watching dozens of YouTube videos to learn advanced mathematics in just, hold for it, three weeks hashtag anything's possible that's really crazy i mean i know this isn't as exciting but i totally learned how to do makeup from youtube totally not applicable not learning mathematics makeup math (laughs) it's all the same (laughs) but not only did he pass he graduated as one of the top students in his class and he has been working as a physicist ever since so holy cow if you have your mindset on something doesn't matter your age doesn't matter your limitations the the Oh, there we go. Sorry. The um, the human mind is crazy, super amazing. So I have something to add to this. Yeah. I think this is really interesting. So Dan and I have recently been talking about like different ways to have learned. Oh, yeah. Learned. Learned. Mm-hmm. Learned. <laughs> learned. <laughs> Education. This is clearly not a good, not a good start <laughs> to this segment. It's <laughs> a struggle lesson today. <laughs> Um, and how easy, how much easier it is for like today's children of all of the different avenues that mm-hmm. they have to learn like yeah. YouTube and even like explain videos that are on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, it's, you can, everything's so much more entertaining and you can learn so much easier. Oh yeah. But some people really like learning from books and that's their easiest way. To oh yeah, learn. for sure. So I'm kind of with the YouTube guy. I could probably yeah. learn a lot. YouTube and hands on <laughs> for me. Those are the two best yeah. ways for me to learn. As if someone teaches me hands-on. Yeah. But like good for him for taking the initiative and seriously just getting on YouTube and learning it. He's like, I've always wanted to do this. Let me just become amazing all of a sudden. But I cannot imagine what his life was like for those three weeks. Right. He had to have just had no life and just studied crazy. Plus, I'm sure he worked, right? I mean, 
Yeah, but he probably had a job where, well, he did. He was a janitor. janitor. Yeah. So he probably put his screen on the little cart. (laughs) Oh, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Anyways. Well, anyways, there's your dose of happiness for today. Put your mind to something and go for it. I love it. Um, So you've been begging me. Begging. Asking me like to do a vision board. Yes. And you're like, yay. Yay. Vision board. But here's the thing is people are so busy, which is not an excuse for greatness. But. Well, first of all. You're like an expert at vision boards and I'm never, Hold up. I maybe I'm did not one in middle school. <laughs> did you? Maybe. Maybe. I'm a I oh, I'm a huge proponent. I'm not to get all woogie woogie on you, but I'm like real big on like energy. So what you put out in the world is like gonna come back to you positively. Yeah. And anything that you like repeat when you're thinking or you repeat through your words it's going to come back to you in a positive way. I love it. Unless you're saying negative things. Those will also come back to you, I think, in a negative way as well. So, so what are we going to do today? We're going to do a visual. We're going to do a verbal. A verbal visional, vision board. Visional. Verbal visional board. <laughs> <laughs> a verbal vision board today. So um, we really, so we went on a double date with our significant others on Monday. We probably should take some time to do our vision boards, but it's fine we did an escape room and ate italian food instead so here we are um so hashtag team building i should have kept my receipt so you write it off (laughs) (laughs) so with vision boards i am like old school and i get a big so for those of you who want to do this at home this is my instructions to you get like a big poster board and get all those ugly magazines you have like sitting around your house and Start cutting out the things that inspire you, words, pictures, um, things you wish your life was like or ways you want, however I word that. Like, anyways, get your get your board um, and here's how you're going to start to structure it. As the first thing I do as I start with a theme. So, for example, my theme for 2019 was one word and it was confidence um, and confidence in all things that I did, whether it was business, personal um, everything, uh, which, OK, I felt like I did real good this year because I was like confidence started a business and then I was somewhere a couple of days ago and someone's like yeah I feel like you really hide under all these baggy clothes because you're just not confident and I'm like I feel like I'm, I was like I feel like I'm confident but now that you're saying that I mean I'm, I'm probably not but I mean and then I just started thinking about it. I'm like mm, okay I just need to own it and I was like well that's a big self-realization there so Sometimes I like don't have words for what other people say yeah I was like that's okay that's fine I think you're totally confident I, I feel like I am a little bit. So you get your vision board, make your theme for the year. What's your theme? What's the one thing you want to work on? What's the one thing you want to apply to every facet of your life? You know, spiritually, physically, emotionally, relationship-wise, business-wise, what is the one theme you want to apply? Because how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So don't start making all these different themes or different sections of your life because girlfriends and boyfriends, you're not going to do it. So let's start with one thing. Mine this year is Be Bold. It's okay to say no, because I feel like it's bold of you to say no. <laughs> so, I think so, too. Yeah. I think so. I kind of um, want to steal it, but I have my own. What's yours? Okay, I'm going to do Finding More Balance. I know, Slightly Balanced <laughs> podcast, we're Finding More Balance. Um, but yeah, I think it's really relevant for me, oh, yeah. and I can take that into every single category that we're going to go into. Oh, absolutely. So yours is Finding More Balance, so tell me, how are you going to find balance physically? Well, time out. I want to go back a minute. Where are we going to? Um, okay. So I did some research on vision boards cause I'm a newbie about five minutes ago. So don't give her too much okay. credit. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, but I found some different things. So to help kind of me guide me <clears throat> and guide you who have never done vision boards, don't worry, you're not alone. 
um, host a party. So um, yeah, a vision board party. I did this. Yeah, we were going to do this. And we, we were going to do this. And yeah, um, it's ref- okay. For those of you who don't know, it's holiday season right now. We're T minus like three days, four days, five days from Christmas. So we, lives are busy right now. So it's not that we're lazy piles. It's just we got a lot going on right now. <laughs> um, reflect on 2019. Um, and then these are some things like ask, ask yourself what really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so really kind of dive into that. And then um, I loved this quote. Uh, maybe because I worked with an architect this year, but I'm the architect of my own life. Oh, that's really good. So kind of when you're putting together that vision board, like think mm-hmm. of it as a, like you make your own beauty. Um, but yeah, so kind of going back to you. So finding the categories, um, do you want to go over the categories? Uh, yeah, I split mine into several categories. So when I did my 2019, um, board, I did one for relationships. Mine was more specific to my romantic relationship with my partner, um, Slade. And then I did business, um, mental health, and then physical health. Um, those are the four sections that I did. Cause that's what I felt like applied to me at the time. Um, and so obviously here we are the end of 2019. Um, so for me, for 2020, be bold. It's okay to say no. That one's mine. Um, so for 2020, spiritually, oh, I feel like, so I go to church and I love my church, but I'm also like really spiritually based as well. Um, but I go to church every Sunday because I love community and I love people. Um, but I feel like spiritually is a thing that you can practice through yoga. It's something you can practice through loving people in your day-to-day job. Um, and so for me, my spiritual aspect is I want to be able to be a positive light and a positive energy to people with my coffee truck um, and in my personal life as well. Um, so for me, it's finding more opportunities to be um, positive in other people's life. That's spiritually what I'm going to work on, being positive in every facet of my life. Um, physically for me, oh boy, you're talking about balance. That should have been my theme because I have no balance. So my physical, I am not working out right now. I'm not doing yoga. I'm not doing anything. And honestly, I probably should be. So what I do for my education or for my education, my physical like workouts is I run. Do so like you? I drop coffee. Or yeah, I like will deliver coffee. I know my like trucks across the parking lot. I run. I know that's so weird, but I'm like, this is the only up. time I'm going to get like exercise. So I sprint and I think like people think I'm just a crazy coffee lady, but that's the only way I can get because I work so late in the day and I'm like, I ain't going to go to a yoga class. So you get your heart rate up a little. I get my heart rate up. So what I need to do is put time aside to be able to go to a yoga class or do something. Um, relationship wise, um, uh, oof. I feel like Slade and I definitely need to start making more time for each other. And with my theme of being bold, I think I need to start planning more things. So I need to plan dates um, and I'm the one that needs to leave him little love notes and remind him that he's a really freaking awesome human being um, and take that take that on a little bit and, and be bold in that way um, and you know really make myself you know more stay accountable or stay accountable exactly so be bold in my relationship as well um, business wise uh, in terms of being <laughs> bold and it's okay to say no is saying no to people it is totally okay in my business it's way easier than Tia's I just serve coffee. So if someone doesn't get a cup of coffee that day, their life isn't going to be ruined in five or 10 years. So mine's way easier to say no over, you know, a pumpkin spice latte or something. Um, but it, it takes a lot for me to say no. Like I, if I feel like I'm saying no to someone, I feel like I'm disappointing them mm-hmm. for the rest of their life. And so it's, I need to be, be confident and be pulled to be say, 
no, it, it, I'm going to value my time and um, not let you push me around. Yeah. Be acceptable of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be okay with that. So that's kind of my, my vision board. And um, like I said, when you're cutting these out of magazines, get words that inspire you, you know, whether it's a uh, awesomeness picture of a beach babe, if you're working on a, you know, beach body or, you know, get pictures that represent <laughs> these things that you love and represent the life you want to have. And here's the key with the vision boards. While it's a great daily reminder, take action to achieve those things. Like you're not going to have a beach body if you don't work for it. You're also not going to have a business or business model if you don't work on it. This is just as a physical reminder to say, hey, get your button gear and get these things accomplished. So I love yours. What's your verbal vision board, Tia? <laughs> verbal. I feel like I talk a lot. I know. No, you're good. Um, so mine, I have a couple. I have each of the categories you did because you're leading me in this vision oh, board. <laughs> that may not so, be a good thing. <laughs> as a reminder, mine's finding more balance. Um, so finding the balance, I think, is obviously kind of cliche because I feel like everybody needs more balance and it's the title of our podcast. Yeah. But but being mindful of it yeah. you know, is a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so my like the healthy, physically active side of me, um, I want to increase an activity day once a week. So whether that be like add in skiing or oh, yeah. add in an extra day at the gym. Well, to um, be fair, don't you guys, what do you guys do now for like physical fitness? Yeah, we do CrossFit like two, I, I want to say three days a week, but it seems to be more two. more two. Yeah. So if I can get that third day in, even if it was just doing something else. Yeah. And if I can't, like making sure that I'm doing an extra step, like running two minutes or five minutes on the treadmill after the class is over just yeah. to get in a little bit extra. And that's totally obtainable. Yeah, it is. Um, so spiritually, um, mentally I think putting meditation or some type of stretching into my lifestyle as well and I need to remind myself this doesn't need to be like 30 minutes to an hour like even just doing it it's intentional you time yeah like five to ten minutes so that's that's exactly it some intentional time to just deep breathe Mm -hmm. and that can be in the evening or in the morning like just great way to start your day get yourself centered before you start your busy day yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so um that kind of goes in my next one with relationship is less screen time in the evening. Oh, that's such a good one. I know. I feel like so many people say that, but we've tried. I really need to practice that. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think that will go hand in hand with being able to just like put some time initial and in, initiate some time for some deep breathing. Yeah. Um, so to, um, the other part of the relationship thing is to make efforts for, small or big getaways because after coming back from vacation I think that's super important Mm -hmm. to just get out it doesn't even matter if it's to Denver that's only six hours away five hours yeah we just talked about that there's so many Dora North Dakota you know right there's so many fun things to do close Mm -hmm. that it it would be awesome to get out. oh yeah for sure but but I think it's because they are so close you're like eh like you don't really make the effort to do it right so I feel like yeah if you really make that more intentional yeah so I'm really excited about that okay and then business wise um, less stress in the busy moment. So learning <laughs> yeah. to be a clear explainer. So <laughs> this would be kind of funny to put on your vision board. I don't really know how I maybe can find some cool pictures about this one. <laughs> um, uh. but I am like word jumble when I'm trying to explain things. Do you get frazzled? Like when you get really busy, like if you get slammed on your bar, no, it's in my head and I can't get the words to get it out. Like I, I just get frustrated that they don't know what's in my head. (laughs) 
so maybe practicing that like second of mindfulness yes second of mindfulness before i like Like, try and explain explain. where i want that table yeah because it shouldn't be that hard are are you the type of person that just goes and does it on your own yes yeah okay yeah yeah. and then like it's in my head and like just get out of my way or follow me because i can't i can't verbalize it it. yeah Mm -hmm. so i will be better i feel like by doing like taking that five minutes for yourself in the morning i feel like it might help you with this yeah that centers you for your busy day or even just for like just a reminder to like okay stop for 30 (laughs) seconds and think about how to how to explain this yes because i i do need to just accept the help and not do it myself so often but sometimes it's just easier that's me yes so okay um yeah that's my vision board. that's your verbal vision board so that's awesome i'm excited so, i knew now i did one now i want to go put it on paper you do yeah you're just, going to put it on paper just so i can show you guys yes we will we will <laughs> take pictures of those and post them so you guys can see them now we're saying this we have to do it i know so we're um, stuck yes we are but so that's kind of walk through um on how to do a vision board so have fun at home if you guys do one Take a picture of it and tag us in it because we would like to yeah. see it. Maybe we'll repost it on our story or something. Yeah. All of our fun followers. Yeah, follow us on all the Instas, Facebooks, Twitters, all that stuff. The Barn in Aspen Acres is a simplistic, modern farmhouse-style wedding and event center that is now booking for 2020 and 2021. To learn more and book your event, visit www.blackhillsbarn.com. Blue Spruce Coffee Truck is a mobile coffee delivery service available for daily deliveries as well as weddings, church functions, and sporting events. Visit us on Facebook to see how we can be a part of your next event. Okay, our next segment is um, our bravery segment. So, which is funny because Tia was just talking about getting frazzled during busy business moments in life. Um, and so our bra- bravery segment is actually about stress and anxiety. Uh, so I'm going to, I know I'm, I'm going to bore you guys with another story, but here we go. Um, I heard this the other day and I'm going to read it to you. It's called, How Heavy Is This Glass of Water? A psychologist walked around a room while teaching stress management to an audience. As she raised a glass of water, everyone expected they'd ask the half-empty or half-full question. Instead, with a smile on her face, she inquired, How heavy is this glass of water? Answered called out ranged from 8 ounces to 20 ounces. She replied, The absolute weight does not matter. It depends on how long I hold it. If I hold it for a minute, it's not a problem. If I hold it for an hour, I'll have an ache in my arm. If I hold it for a day, my arm will feel numb and paralyzed. In each case, the weight of the glass doesn't change, but the longer I hold it, the heavier it becomes. Mm. She continued, (laughs) (laughs) the stresses and worries in life are like the glass of water. Think about them for a while and nothing happens. Think about them a bit longer and they begin to hurt. And if you think about them all day long, you'll feel paralyzed, incapable of doing anything. It's important to remember to let go of your stresses. As early in the evening as you can, pull all all your burdens down. Don't carry them through the evening and into the night. Remember to put the glass down. It's kind of like don't go to bed mad. Oh, it is. Yeah. Very similar. But it's like don't hold the heavy water. Yeah. But maybe it's light water. (laughs) <laughs> maybe it's light water well for me as i'm the type of person that will hold on to something perseverate on it build up more anxiety and more stress around mm-hmm. it until i'm just like a rolling stress ball yes of a person 
Um, and so, and I think that's applicable to your everyday life, whether you take, you are your heart in the sleeve and you take things really personally or even business wise. If I like have someone that even like, they're not even complaining, but they said something that's like, not like overly abundantly positive. I just like perseverate on it all day. I'm like, oh no, that poor person probably hates me and probably would have me removed from their family. You know what I mean? So, um, stress is what you make it. And I think this is what this story reflects is the more you hold on to it the more awful it's going to get. So I'm really excited about the next segment because part of my answer, which we'll get to, is that. Is that? Yes. We care so much about what other people think. It's so true. It's And so- then we hold on to it and we ask ourselves and we tear ourselves apart. Mm-hmm. And this is not just a female thing. It's everybody thing. It's a human thing. It is a human thing. It's right? a human thing. Oh, yeah. So... So that is our bravery and mental health segment of stress and anxiety. Let go of that stress, people. Let go of it, especially before bedtime. Yes. Take that seconds of mindfulness. Take a moment to understand it, process it, let it go. Don't even let it go throughout the day. Just let it go. I love it. Our next segment is the love segment. Um, And I recently listened to a podcast um, by Jay Shetty's. And it was, I think, nine, nine questions. It was nine questions. Yeah, nine questions, um, and we're going to answer a couple of them in each one of these. I think a to learn more about both of us and each other, and also to just kind of dive in because we think that you should use these questions. Yeah, the whole purpose of the uh, podcast was talking about um, having deeper conversations with people. Mm-hmm. Well, now he was talking about using these questions at Christmas parties, but some of these questions I'm not going to ask at Christmas party. <laughs> So I think um, these are good because we don't know a ton about each other, but yet we really want, like, I think these are like the questions to ask before you have a fast friend, right? Like I have talked about that. Like then you know these deep, intimate questions Mm -hmm. and really know, like, I don't know. I don't think you want to walk around and be a creep and ask these questions, but no, definitely not. I I think think you have some uh, familiarity with each other before you ask them. (laughs) But I think they're really good questions. So let's start with the first one. Okay, I'm going to ask it to you first because I still don't know my answer to this one. Ooh. Uh, Jay Shetty is the gentleman who had this podcast. It's called On Purpose, this particular episode, if you guys want to take a listen to it. Um, but he actually read these questions and answered them like on the spot, and so which is really cool. But I still don't know if I have an answer for the first one, <laughs> but that's okay. So question one, what was the last lie you told and do you regret it? So I think I told this well, I know I tell this lie a lot. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Do you regret it? <laughs> um, yeah. I I think I do regret this one. So I think oftentimes in this, my favorite podcast is Terrible Thanks for Asking. Mm, yeah. Um, and I, I think oftentimes Dan asks me how I am and I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> um, fake it till you make it. Yeah, fake it till you make it. And And so often I think like, there's a part of me that has to be stronger than just telling, like, taking the help. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for me, um, yeah, I do regret, like, not just being honest. But sometimes I think it's articulating and and trying to get those words in line to figure out why we aren't well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the last lie I told was that I'm okay. And sometimes in that moment I'm not. And I, like, one scream but I don't know Away how to say from, it. Or in my case, tears. <laughs> Shut up, tears. <laughs> Yours is a scream, mine's tears. Okay, question number two, or do you want me to answer to question number one? 
I'll go all the way through and then okay, you can answer. Perfect. So yeah. question one number two. If your younger self met you today, what would make them happy and what would make them sad? So this is the question that I wanted to reference. So I think um, my younger self would be so sad that I haven't overcome caring too much about what other people think. Mm, and yeah. I think just like still struggling to overcome that and probably we will the rest of our lives like everybody. But I think making an initiative to actually overcome it is really important. Um, but the happy side, because we always end with happiness. <laughs> um, what would make them happy would be that in following my dreams and, and really just taking those next steps. Mm, did you ever think that you were going to be no. having a wedding venue? No, no. No, that's so funny. But that I took it and leaped with it. I think that's awesome. That's my younger so cool. my younger self would pat them on the back. I'd be like, you're so <laughs> awesome, Dia. Get it, girl. And like, that's the one thing. It's the innocence of a child. Yeah. You know, I think we should all strive to have a little bit more of that childlike innocence and everything we pursue. Be excited about the small things and celebrate right. the small things too. And the big things. And the big thing. Celebrate it all. Be yeah. a child. Enjoy it all. Love it all. I love it. Question number three. What situations make you feel awkward and why? Mm. When someone is disrespectful and then turns around and is like super nice to you. I think that's like the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> Do you have an example? Yeah, I'm totally calling the person out at my Christmas party because I don't think they're going to listen to this. <laughs> That's funny. So we had somebody, like, like, it was an occurrence and it just keeps happening. But then they, like, it's like they figure out, like, I don't, this is going to sound really bad. But they figure out, like, oh, my God, she's the owner. And I just totally was really rude to her. But, like, somebody pulled up onto our concrete, let them out, like, at the front door, backed up, backed onto the grass, which I don't know yet, could have hit a sprinkler head. Um, then asked four times for us to turn down the lights, which it's not really their call. They did not rent the space. Continued <laughs> to later come and order a drink and being and did not know, hadn't been served by that bartender and turned to the next person and said, can they get a little bit of help? And then patronized them while they were handing out the change oh my gosh yeah this is this is great right this is all the same person yeah and then oh. later like we're talking with one of the people that did rent it and they realized we were the renter or we were the owners and totally changed their attitude oh that's so and I'm just awkward like, ah, it's so awkward so and then later we found out she had stuck gum on the bottom of the Christmas trees that were on the tables onto the table this is an adult this is this is an adult yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. So anyways, I think those are the most awkward situations <laughs> where you're like, I can't really be nice to you anymore. Like you have just really ruined it. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready for your side of it? Oh, I'm not ready, but shoot me with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. What was the last time you lied? Wait, what was the last time you told a lie? <laughs> and do you regret it? Oh, boy. Um, don't okay. overthink it. I know I am overthinking it. Well, okay. I, I said this earlier and I'll say it again. I feel like lying by omission is definitely lying. Um, and so I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with that one, even though I did tell the truth in the end, but I am going to talk about this one. Uh, so, and we'll probably get into this more as the podcast develops, but I am not close to any of my family and my family is super dysfunctional and super toxic. Um, but, um, 
I knew I knew against better judgment, but I still did it anyways. Um, went to lunch with my my dad, my biological father, which that relationship is very trying, and it always ends with me. Um, crying and having somewhat of a depressive episode um but I'm like maybe just this time things will be better so and I knew and I knew Slade Slade would never ever tell me don't be friends or don't have a relationship with someone but he'll be like you know for for your little heart he's like maybe this wouldn't be the best he has such tact (laughs) about saying things like he is just so wonderful he really really is um and so but I didn't want to disappoint my poor little Slade because he's the one that has to pick up my pieces (laughs) so I'm like but the lunch went great it went fine um but I like really didn't want to tell Slade because I didn't want him thinking I was going down this rabbit hole of like emotional torment again um and so I held on to it for like two days and then I told him um do I oh, do I reg- do I regret it um so it wasn't really like a flat out lie but it's lying by omission that's a lie right. yeah. to me that's a lie yeah um uh yes I should have told to say before I was going on the lunch that I should have gone with that so he could be prepared and not blindsided but bright side it went well so there was no emotional ramifications from it but if it would have been bad and I hadn't have told Slade if it had gone bad, I probably wouldn't have told Slate because then I would have felt doubly awful. So yeah, De- still would have regretted it though. Anyways, I'm so in. Don't Im- omit important things in your no, life. No, because that is that is lying. I think. Um, but people talk about saying white lies to like help a situation. Like, well, you can tell a white lie to save someone's feelings. I also don't believe in that either. Right. Um, but yeah, I probably regret most lies I tell. Oh, for sure. There was one lie, many lies I told way back when, and they ate on me for like four mm. years and it did horrible things to my stomach it did horrible things to my mental health and it wasn't until I went to counseling that that stuff got undug and that That's... was not pretty so just don't hold on to that stuff yeah yeah don't lie okay um if your younger self met you today what would make them happy and what would make them sad Ooh. okay I don't know how what would make them happy I think they'd think it's the coolest thing that I own a coffee truck so off the wall because I've always forever wanted to be a plastic surgeon, um, but more specifically to You'd be the hottest plastic surgeon <laughs> ever. <laughs> but not like for like you know breasts or like anything like that, but for deformities. So more specifically, I wanted to work for the Smile Train and fix um, cleft palates. That was like my dream since I was six years old. Cool. So um, one day you never know. I might go back to school. I think I, if I do anything, I'll be in the medical field because I love to help people. Um, but my younger self would be very, very proud of me. I think my younger self would be proud that I've created a little family at such a young age with Slade and our little dogs and have created a business. And I think my little self would be there with little pom-poms. Like, you get it, girl. Um, I think what would make my younger self sad is I've always had a lot of anxiety. And like you said, always really cared about what other people think. Mm-hmm. I'm more concerned about someone else's emotional environment. Like, are they happy? Is, you know, what can I do to make their emotional environment stable? Um, and so I think if my younger self would be like, lady, you're still not over that? Like, I think you would be real disappointed and sad. But that's besides the point. So that's probably something I should work on. Next, next vision board. Right? Next vision board. Yeah. <laughs> next year. We'll put it off. It's fine. Okay, um, what situations make you feel awkward and why? Ooh. Okay. Well, I think this pertains more specifically to just like moving back to my hometown because everybody knew my family a certain way, but behind closed doors they were another. So, and I moved away for however many years and then moved back and everybody's like, oh, so how's your family? And I'm like, I don't talk to any of them. 
But you know, you can't say that and you just say they're good. You know, there's another lie that's not accurate, but you know, you don't, what are you, what are you going to do? Get into your life story in Safeway? Like, right. you know what I mean? I think that's why we lie. Cause we actually just like, man, don't want to deal worth. with awkward situations. And so I think that one's just like very personal to me when people ask like personal questions that really shouldn't be a personal question. But for me, it's a really impersonal question, but they don't know any different. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm awkward. And then I talk really fast and then forget to swallow my spit and I start foaming at the mouth. So there's that. <laughs> So anyways, also happened when I thought a guy was cute. So if I was ever out somewhere and you saw me talking to a guy and I started foaming a little bit, it's because I thought he was cute and forgot to swallow my own spit. So that's besides the point. Oh, you just thought you were foaming a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think this is like the most legit quote of the day for what just was said. Um. So just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. Oh, I love that quote so much. And I, I can't even too. tell you who said it. I saw it on Facebook the other day and it really hit home for me. Yeah. I, we all struggle. We do. And especially, I'm sure you can like attest to this, struggling with your business or feeling like you're struggling. Right. But you're really not. Because let's be honest, we blow things out of proportion in our own head. Um, yeah. But because you're struggling does not mean you're failing. You I are, like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so keep that perspective. It might be a tough day. Doesn't mean overall you're failing it means that you're going through a period to set you up for growth yeah or just a moment just having a moment have, have that a moment. moment cry about it scream yeah. about it have a hot bath drink some hot cocoa i don't know whatever you need to do but you're not failing Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Um, thanks for going through our visual uh, vision boards with us. Thanks for taking the time to listen about how um, you can better cope with your stress and anxiety. Uh, think about how you can be more intentional when you talk to people at Christmas parties or parties in general or meeting strangers, someone you encounter all the time. Think about how you can have more intentional conversations with them. Not necessarily maybe the hard-hitting questions we went through today, but something maybe more in-depth. Um, and remember, just because you're struggling doesn't mean you're failing. You're a rock star. You're just having a moment. So thanks for taking the time to listen today. If you have something you'd like to add from today's podcast, shoot us an email at hello at Slightly Balanced. Make sure to check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, uh, and all socials. And be a community with us. Join us. Um, have an awesome week, and we will see you next time.